Hey, this is Laura and you're listening to Expand. Welcome back, love. Let's get into it. We're stepping into January. I've had lots of private conversations and lots of group conversations in this space around how we're all sort of in this creative, we're in this creative vibe, but we're looking to do it in a new way. Who's feeling like I am thinking about the next thing, I'm launching a new program, I'm thinking about where I'm going this year, I'm searching for a direction. Are we all kind of in that vibe right now? Yes. Okay. So I want to create a pocket at the end of today where we can actually pull a few of you on stage and coach you in real time because I imagine that there's going to be some, some clarity pop up throughout the next hour hour and 15, hour and a half, if I'm being totally honest, you guys know me, these, these rooms end up lasting a couple of hours. <laughs> I need to just formally change it. I say an hour and a half in the calendar, but like, has any workshop actually been an hour and a half? I don't know who I'm kidding. Come on, Laura, just meet yourself where you're at. Um, so for the first hour and hour and a half, I'm really going to set the stage for us around not what is it we need to be creating this year? Like, yes, that matters and we can talk about it at the end in the Q&A, but more so, what is the experience that we want our people to have? What is the experience that we want to have and who do we need to become in order to hold the experience we're creating? So I've been meditating on this a lot and thinking about why is it when you step into my space, into the secret garden and you experience being held by me and the garden guides and each other in a completely different way. Why does that wake something up in you? I've had so many conversations with almost every single one of you who have said to me at some point, I wanna create intimacy like this. I want my people to feel how I feel here. I want to create the vulnerability that you've created for me. And I wanna do that in my own way. How do I do that? So, beyond the program bones that you're creating there's an experience there's an experiential component that is incredibly intangible and i think it took me a lot of years to figure out how to create that because we're told to just put the put the bones in place bring people in and then the experience will be created through through that but there's actually additional layers that I've discovered for myself through working with my team, through interacting with all of you and creating these spaces that are required in order for that to happen. And as I was sitting around this conversation just a minute ago, what dropped in is what I'm really asking for you to explore this year is an ascension from coach into a completely different space. And that space in my mind is where leadership lives. Okay, I think there's a difference between being a coach and being a leader in your space. I believe that every leader is innately a coach, but not every coach is innately a leader. And I think the difference between being just a coach and being a coach who is also embodying the emotional energy of leadership is a very different thing. And in order to create the intimacy, the vulnerability, the connection, the potency that I feel all of you are stepping into this year craving inside of your programs, inside of your client interactions, 
that is the ascension that we really need to look at from existing as a coach to existing as a coach who also embodies the leadership qualities that is unique to you. And this is where, this is where the conversation really start, started to get messy in my mind. Because when I was sitting with, okay, what does it mean to be a leader? If I want to talk about leadership, how am I going to do this? Because the idea of leadership is so nuanced. It is, it's infinitely nuanced, isn't it? The idea of leadership is so subjective based on the space that you're in, based on the person that you are, based on the experience you want to create. And so how how to tackle this felt really messy, but you know that that's my favorite kind of conversation. So I decided to do it. I decided to take it on. Sweater's coming off. We're getting, we're getting into it. Um, so as I was sitting with this idea of leadership and the difference between being coach and being a coach who embodies these qualities, I came back to a Simon Sinek quote that I just love, and I'm going to butcher it. I'm not going to say it exactly, but here's Here's what I always carry with me, or I've carried with me since I read this quote. In my mind, a coach is someone who gives you confidence in what you can do, what they can do for you, right? So if I'm a coach, I want to give you confidence that I can help you. But when I'm stepping into leadership and I'm embodying the energy of being a leader with you, I want to actually instill confidence in what you can do for you. And inside of the secret garden, so many of our conversations are around that, aren't they? Very naturally, we always talk about removing our egoic bias and approaching conversations through the lens of the path that our client is walking and how we can shine a light on that path. But I don't think I've ever really spoken directly into this before in this, in this sort of setting. And I really wanna shine a giant spotlight on the fact that this isn't optional. Holding a, creating an experience rooted in something bigger than just a physical transformation requires us to go through the evolution of being able to shine a light on someone else's path while also shining a light on our own. And I think this is where leadership gets really messy because it requires us to walk two parallel paths at the same time. It requires us to grow ourselves and then create in that image to heal ourselves and then to bring that onto the path that we're guiding other people down to see our desires and detach from anybody else ever desiring the same thing but instead shining our light on their path and giving them the option to walk it for as long as feels good for them and i think that's where safety is born that's where intimacy is born. That's where vulnerability is born. And that's why I feel when you step into this space, that's what you feel. Because the way that I create for you now is very much from the place of, I've discovered this for myself and I'm gonna teach you from this place and I want you to take what feels good and I want you to leave the rest and I want you to walk your, your very unique path in this space so that the outcome you create is yours and yours alone. I've seen so many coaching spaces where we create a program 
with the outcome already decided for everybody who starts it. Who else has been in a program like that? We all, of course, we all have. We've all been in a program where we start and every step is determined for us and the outcome is determined for us, whether it was a business program or it was a past nutrition program you were a part of, or it had nothing to do with this industry at all. And it was a completely different, a different lifetime perhaps and something else that you were involved in. But this is no coincidence. This is the very traditional way of guiding people, of coaching people, right? When you're operating as a, as a coach without this additional heightened awareness, this additional layer of leadership, we can't not dictate the outcomes for people because that's where we derive our value from. So we create the 12 week program and then for people like us who are incredibly intuitive and empathic and heart led, and we want people to feel something bigger than just achieving that predetermined physical outcome so our ego can feel good, we don't feel complete with that. And so we start searching for ways to layer on top of that very transactional kind of a structure. But what if we just blew open the end of that and we didn't have a predetermined outcome at all? What if we started creating a space where people got to dictate for themselves, where they had agency over what their path looked like and we were existing there as a leader and a guide for them instead of just a coach? I think traditionally, when we look at the role of coach, the identity of coach, it's coming from with this very, this very weighty knowledge-based assumption. Like you step into my space and I educate. And you step into my space and I guide you through that education. But if we wanna create a space where the community thrives in the absence of your presence, much like ours does. If we wanna create a space where the conversations we have are instantly vulnerable, instantly intimate, there is no warm up period. You join, you drop in and we go. I think that that comes from a willingness for everyone's path to look different for you to not be in control around the steps that people take and instead trust yourself to hold the bigger space for everybody to exist inside of in their own unique way right can you see how that is a layer above the traditional way of creating a program of running a business of holding a group it feels chaotic at first in your mind, doesn't it? It's like, well, where will I know where people are at? How will I know if they're getting results? How will I know who needs support and who doesn't need support? How does this work in a one-to-one -one format? Our ego instantly grabs that idea and runs with it and makes, it makes us wrong for thinking that that's possible. And that is where your ascension comes in. That's where our growth comes in. Who do we need to become in order to hold a space like that? Who do we need to become in order to open ourselves to the idea that we don't have to be in control? I think 2023 for a lot of us is not the year of, let me create as much financial success as possible. Let me prove to myself that this program is it. 
let me prove to myself finally that I have what it takes. No, it's let me evolve myself above what everybody else is doing so that I can free myself from the tethers to live existing in a traditional format and grant myself permission to be fluid and flexible and meet myself in the edge of letting go, of dancing between my path and the paths of others. You know, when you, when you think about, when I think about what it means to be a leader, there's been a very distinct shift occur for me in the last two years, I would say, where I started to show up not from the place of I have it all figured out and let me guide you from this that place of certainty, but I have nothing figured out and let me guide you from the present moment. <laughs> right, I really feel that shift in myself and I know you have all felt it as well. I'm, I'm incredibly honest with you with exactly where I'm at and where I'm growing and what I'm focusing on and I can say from personal experience, I've never, ex I've never had such a potent relationship with every single person in such a large space. And I really accredit it to that. But doing that, it takes courage. It takes a willingness to be fully seen. And the edge in that is before I can show up fully seen for you, I had to full up, show up fully seen for myself. I had to have the space to really understand who I was and where I was struggling and what I was going to do about it. And I had to recognize that in order to walk these dual paths where I'm guiding you and I'm also guiding myself and these paths dance together and they're interwoven and they influence each other. I had to recognize that there is no shame in struggling on my path because I've learned that once you step into this space where leadership is much more about the experience that you're creating for your people and you're doing it in a way that is mirroring the experiences that you are also having in your own life, now it becomes exciting because I know every time I'm going through growth, that's where I'm gonna take you next. That's what I'm gonna share with you next. That's what I'm gonna to expose to you next. So now my own struggles, my own growth become my muse. We as leaders in our spaces are the energetic metronome to the experiences we create. I'm gonna say that again, that's incredibly important. We as leaders in our spaces and the spaces we hold are the energetic metronome to the experience our people have with us. Meaning our energy inside of how we show up and what we create sets the tone for the energy in which it's received and the energy in which your people are able to move forward in their life. So if we think about what we're creating, and the experience we want people to have. If we step into this year from this rushy, pushy energy of let me just create it so that it's done, so that I can start selling it, so that I can, so that I can, so that I can. How do you think the energy is gonna feel when people step into that space with you? 
this is the mistake so many of us make for so many years, myself included. It was about a decade of me just spinning in this. When we set goals for ourselves to create a program like we're told we should, and we have timelines and, and expectations around what we're creating, even in just like a social media post, like anything, anything that we're creating, a video we create, a podcast episode we put out, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna exist in the idea of a program because that's where many of you are existing right now in your own journey. But just know this applies in every, every element of creation of every size, okay? But when, you, when you're entering into creating a program from this place of let me get it done so that I can, so that I can, and we invite people in to join us, even though our intention is that they are able to slow down and be present in their life. They're able to reconnect with themselves. They're able to foster a new sense of self-trust, self-love, like whatever your focus is internally with them, that doesn't matter because you have set the energetic tone by the way in which you created it and the way in which you invited them in. So you're gonna pull people in who are now rushy, who are now impatient, who are seeking instant gratification, who can't wait to get to the next lesson, to get the, to, to the next thing, to get to, to, for you to give them the next action step. And then we were conflicted, aren't we? We step back and we go, okay, wait, like everybody just slow down. This is not the vibe that I wanted to create. This is not what I wanted this experience to be. But unconsciously, that is exactly what you asked for. That is exactly what you called in. So as we step into this year and we're sitting with the programs we're creating, what is the energy behind your creation? Are you existing in the lens of a coach where you want to, you want to show people what you can do for them? Where you're trying to prove what you can do and showcase that? Or are you existing in the ascended space of a leadership identity where you're more interested in showing others what they can do for themselves and slowing the cadence down slowing your, your energetic metronome down, the rhythm in which you create and the rhythm in which you hold them through that journey. Is this landing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really interesting when we start to look at, when we start to look at how we've been operating energetically, especially when energy is swirling around us and it doesn't feel like it's something that we can really control, when the people in our life are reflecting back to us that we're not moving fast enough, that we're not doing things the way that we should be doing them. And I think this is another element of, of leadership that I wanna shine a light on is from my perspective, my current definition of what it means to hold a leadership quality is that you can see what others are thinking and doing and detach from it to come back to a place of sovereignty in yourself and ask yourself what feels right and where you're feeling pulled from forces outside of yourself. 
This is such an important quality because bringing that, remember, you're the energetic metronome. If that is your energy of let me hold, let me have agency over the decisions that I make in my business, yes, but also in my life and also in how I work with my clients and how I create in every element. If I have agency over that and I'm not getting pulled from the desires of the world, from the energy of the world, if I'm not being pulled to launch in a specific way or create a program in a specific way, but I actually feel grounded in taking my time with it and making decisions from that place, that energy translates into your spaces. We only have the capacity to hold others to the depth that we've held ourselves. I've said this a few times in many different rooms in this space, but it applies here. Right? If you're asking your clients to have agency over their life, over their decisions, and yet you're over here swaying in the winds of the energy of our industry that's telling you to be a certain way and create in a certain way and, and move in a certain way, that's not going to land for your people because you are not embodying it yourself. So much of what it means to ascend into leadership is understanding that what you're responsible for is no longer the individual. You're responsible for the emotions and the energy that's swirling around in the space that you're holding. I always say to coaches who are seeking like a haven from the chaos of the industry that when you step into our space, you're really just going to feel like you're coming home in many ways. And that's not because I'm individually holding you through a journey, though we do have many touch points together. It's because the space I'm holding is energetically existing at a in a different way. It's at a different frequency, isn't it? You feel it when you step in. I'm not concerned with each one of you individually because I know as long as I hold the space energetically, you will each move down the path that you're meant to move down. If you feel safe to be exactly where you're at, if you feel like you can connect with me intimately and each other intimately, and if you feel like you can access vulnerability in a new way, I know we will get you wherever you're meant to go, and I'm detached from your outcome. Wherever we get you is exactly where you're meant to go. It's perfect. And I, I couldn't even start to guess. You're all going to end up in different places. Right? You're all going to end up in different places. And this exact same path can be true for your people. When you step away from holding the person and you start holding a bigger space for that person to exist in and feel safe in and land in and come home to over and over and over again, now you're a leader of a space instead of a, res a responsible coach for a person. Hi again. Before you go, I wanted to make sure you knew about The Secret Garden. 
This is my private membership where I give you unlimited access to all my best stuff, like my entire trigger mapping curriculum, all my workshops, monthly immersive live events, weekly live calls, and different layers of support, each designed for you to access at the depth that you desire. I designed it to stretch you to new edges as a coach and a leader, to unravel your conditioning and wake you up to your truth so you can stand in your gift and lead your people from that place. I've linked it up in the show notes for you to explore more when it feels good for you. Okay, I'll see you back here soon. Love ya.